Hello and welcome to Fireside Farmmaker, a podcast with John Mark Osborne and Michael Rashad talking about everything Farmmaker. Hi, my name is John Mark Osborne and this is Fireside Farmmaker. I'm Michael Rashad. Today we're going to talk about spreadsheets. Most of you are familiar with Microsoft Excel, but this has to do with any spreadsheet and how you can work with spreadsheets and FileMaker together. And uh, Michael, I know this is a particular passion of yours. And so we're going to let you start off on this conversation and really lead us through this whole you know, discussion about Excel and spreadsheets. Absolutely. So let's just talk briefly about what a spreadsheet is. In very simple terms, a spreadsheet is nothing more than an electronic version of the old-fashioned ledger where the clerks would literally handwrite every row and they'd put the, the details of the transaction and the amount. And at the end of the page, they would painstakingly add all the numbers up and put the total at the bottom. Excel is much the same. The only difference is that Excel will add those columns and numbers up for you automatically. And that's what a spreadsheet is. But what a spreadsheet is not is a tool that is suitable for running and managing a business efficiently. And every time I say this, I get attacked. I get hate mail from Excel users who say, nonsense, Excel is a wonderful tool and it's better than FileMaker. And I write back to them very politely and says, thank you. If you could actually send me an example of where Excel beats FileMaker, please do so. And I will definitely talk about it. And to date, I've never had a single reply to any of those emails. So I think I must be on to the right thing. But what's the difference between Excel and FileMaker in real terms? And this is a very simple analogy. Excel is a two-dimensional object. It has width and it has height. It doesn't have any depth. And that's where FileMaker is, starts to become different because it has the depth, because everything in FileMaker is connected to everything else. And once you get that connection, you actually go beyond three dimensions. You go into a multidimensional array because everything in FileMaker talks to everything else and you can get to anywhere from anywhere and you can't do that with Excel. I was going to say, would that be what you'd call flat versus relational or is it more than that? It's actually very similar to that, but it's a little bit less, less so than the, the early days of FileMaker, which was a flat file database, as you know, when it started. And the reason for that is even in the early days of FileMaker, you could still copy a value from one field to one table to another. Now you have all these relationships, so you don't have to move a value from one table to another unless it's a value that shouldn't ever change. For example, the price of a product is copied from one file to one table to another because that price won't ever change where in that where it's being used, like on an invoice. You couldn't have it change dynamically if there was a price increase. So certainly you've got that limitation. But in a spreadsheet, 
people are used to typing the same thing over and over and over again. And because we are all human and we make mistakes and some of us are very bad typists, those values often get typed differently. And because they're typed differently, it's very hard to group them collectively under one umbrella. I actually remember seeing a spreadsheet where somebody had typed, people had typed the city Albuquerque 200 different ways. <laughs> Ridiculous as that sounds. No, it's, I, I know what you're talking about. So when you bring in data from a spreadsheet into FileMaker, you have to normalize that data. And I'm going to go into a little bit about normalization because it's a big subject and I'm not going to go into great detail. But I want in FileMaker, if I bring the spreadsheet in and I look at columns that have got duplicated data and I want to extract the unique values from that column into a separate table, give it a primary key, and then insert that primary key back into the original table, after which I can delete the field that has the value from that table because I don't need it anymore because the relationship now links the two together. And you have to do this with all sorts of different tables and data and the normalization process can be complicated but it's a simple simple enough technique it's just a matter of mastering it well i think that uh, probably one of the most common examples is a contact manager people have their contacts in excel they see that they need filemaker and they don't realize that excel is flat and possibly the contact manager is going to have tables for phones and emails and addresses. And so what I end up doing is importing all the data into the contact table and then massage that or script that data for the phones and the addresses and the emails out into the separate tables. And it takes a lot of, uh, a lot of time. And, and I think it's important for people to understand that this is necessary because there's a vast difference between what Excel can do and what FileMaker can do. And I'd like to see if you could comment a little bit about some people will say, I can connect different files in, in Excel. You know, I, I think there's lookups and things like that. I'm not an Excel uh, expert, but I, what would you say would somebody brought that argument to you? Well, I would say, yes, you can. But what you have to remember is that every single spreadsheet is a separate document. And as such, has to be filed separately. So sometimes in order to file all of these spreadsheets, and people, I've seen businesses with hundreds or even tens of thousands of them, they have to be filed in a complex hierarchical filing system. So you have to drill down to get to the place you want to file it, and then when you want to retrieve it, you have to drill down again. And let me give you a real example of where Excel fails in running a business. Let's say that you are one of the many, many companies that do your invoicing on spreadsheets, and every invoice is a separate spreadsheet. Now, every invoice looks like a spreadsheet, which means it's really quite ugly because spreadsheets are not designed prettily, as FileMaker is. But every spreadsheet is a separate invoice. So you've got all of those spreadsheets filed in different clients and 
and everything. Now, if I was to say to you as the manager of that business, okay, John, tell me who your five best clients are. And you'd go, oh, well, it's A, B, C, D, and E, because you know that. And I say to you, okay, so what percentage of your business does each of these five clients represent? You won't know that. And you won't be able to find that unless you create another spreadsheet to go in and painstakingly pull all that information into a new spreadsheet and get the results. It's the same with the invoice totals. How much money did that customer spend with you? You can't get that automatically. You can't find out what products that they're buying collectively. None of that information is available without going through an enormous amount of work. If that data is in FileMaker, you can answer that question as fast as you can press a button. And when you're trying to run a business, you need to have the entire picture of what your business is doing in order to be able to make good decisions. And you can't do it with spreadsheets. You simply can't. I've got a pretty good example, I think, of what you were just talking about, just to give another perspective on it. I used to work for a county government agency, and I won't say who it is. And they used to have somebody who would spend two days every single week, that's 16 hours, putting together a spreadsheet report that took data from their mainframe. I went in there, designed a solution, and all they had to do was click a button and the report came out. And I think that's kind of the thing you're talking about is that it, it, well, what it did take about 15 minutes to run because it was a complicated report because they, they still wanted it to look like Excel, right? I'm like, no, you want it, let's do it the fountain. But, but still, we were able to just push a button and it was able to make that report in 15 minutes versus waiting a couple to and there were no mistakes in it. Right. It's a good example. And taking my analogy and example further, I've now got all this data from these invoices in FileMaker, and I've got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds or even thousands of invoices, and I've got hundreds of customers. If I go to the customer file, customer record, I can see instantly how many invoices were issued, what products they had bought, what the total value is, and break that information down across the board and even compare it to all the other customers and show the percentage of which each customer represents. I can also go and look at the products table and see which products are selling well when they're selling and how many they're selling so I can make decisions on whether I should be selling those products or perhaps there are specific times of year that I need to have bigger stock because that's when I sell the most of them. All this stuff is just simple in FileMaker and incredibly difficult with Excel. Now, you kind of touched on this before, but I wanted to see if you could talk a little bit more about it. And that would be multi-user in Excel versus FileMaker, meaning multiple people connecting to the database and looking at the data at the same time. Okay, and that's a very good point. And it's one of the fundamental flaws with Excel. And... For the life of me, I don't understand why Microsoft has not figured this out and fixed it all the years it's been around. You can't have two people working on the same spreadsheet at the same time. It's not possible. You can sign a spreadsheet out and work on it and then sign it back in. 
but you can't have two people collaborating. And because of this, what happens is that John needs to work on your spreadsheet. And so you get a copy of his spreadsheet and you start working on it. And now you're making changes on your copy. He's making changes on his copy. And sometimes this has happened with multiple people. How do you then make sure that all those changes are being reflected in the master spreadsheet? You can't. So you end up with gaps in the data where things aren't up to date because somebody made a change and forgot to change it elsewhere. Very, very, very tricky. But let's talk about other elements that really make spreadsheets unsuitable. First of all, have you spent hours or days looking at a spreadsheet? You go blind. Your eyes go cross-eyed because you can't focus because all it is is rows and columns of numbers and text. FileMaker, you can design the screens and the layout to be visually appealing, easy to follow, and give you all the same information, but without that. But there are many other things. Uh, with Excel, spreadsheets can very quickly get out of control. And you can spend a ton of time scrolling up and down, left and right, trying to find specific cells on that spreadsheet, and then have to go, go back again, scroll backwards to find out where you were. It's not easy to do that, and it gets very tiring very quickly. So you've got bad eyesight, you've got the scrolling, you've got the fact that you can't share information, you've got the fact that the data isn't connected in any way that you can use meaningfully, and only one person can work on it at a time. And let's talk about how you track changes in Excel. Who's been modifying what? Well, that's... Again, that's difficult. I'm an, I'm not an Excel user. I you know I've used it and but I I can't stand it. But I don't know how you do that. And I'm sure there's ways to do it. But for the life of me, I can't see it. But it doesn't. Even if you can do that, it doesn't negate all of the the things that make Excel or any spreadsheet system difficult to use to run a business. It's fine if you just want to add up a row of number column of numbers. You can do that incredibly quickly in Excel, quicker than you can build a database, but not by much. The other thing that people forget, uh, and they forget all the time, is yes, you can link one spreadsheet to another and you can use relative or absolute cell references. You can put calculations in cells. And sometimes if you want to calculate, uh, use the same calculation across a row or across a column or down, you can fill that calculation down or across very easy. The problem is that those cells, unless you specifically protect them, are vulnerable to somebody either accidentally changing that calculation or deliberately. And once that change has been made to that cell, it can invalidate your entire database, your entire spreadsheet, and you won't be able to find where that change happened because you're looking at hundreds or thousands of different cells and figuring out where the error is, is almost impossible. With FileMaker, any calculations are stored beneath the surface where only the developer can get to them. The user cannot break a calculation 
without having access to the raw data underneath. And if a mistake is made, it can easily be corrected. Absolutely great point because people don't often consider these things when they're choosing Excel as a method for running their company. But to go back to the tracking of the changes, FileMaker is extremely easy to do it. You just put in a field that says auto enter the last person who modified this record. But there's also ways to go further with that if you want to modify changes to all fields or or who knows what. But also, I think you, you touched on this with security. It's not easy to do security on a thousand different files. FileMaker, you're going to have one file. You're going to have that security built into that single file, and it's going to be unbreakable, essentially. If some, unless somebody gets a copy of the file, which they probably shouldn't because your file should be on a server and in a locked server room, if they can't get access to that file, it's going to be impossible to break into it by trying to guess the password. But if so, if they, but uh, you know, the way that people are going to share Excel is they're going to put it on a server, right? And so, as one somebody can copy those files off that server fairly easily, if they can open it, they can copy it, right? So, they'll just copy right off that server, take it, and they can any kind of security that might be on there, they can at that point use a password breaker because they have a local copy of it. Sure. Now, the other thing, you mentioned the word file, and that triggered a thought in my mind. With Excel, you've got to do a lot of filing because every single document is a separate document. You've got to file it, save it if you want to. In FileMaker, it's just a record in the file. There is no filing. You've created a record, and it's saved, and it's there. That's an enormous um, time-saving just on its own, without all the other benefits of using FileMaker or really any database solution over a spreadsheet. I mean, I honestly think that spreadsheets, uh, the perpetration of spreadsheets as a tool for businesses, is one of the biggest con jobs of all time because it's not suitable for running a business. Under any circumstances, it's not suitable. Now, I know why people do it because they're starting a business and it's cheap, and they can think they can do everything they, they want to do. And they can while they're small. But the moment that business starts growing, you can't control it and manage it properly with a spreadsheet. At that point, you go to a database if you know that the database is better. But so many people don't understand all the drawbacks of Excel or the benefits of a database system like FileMaker. They just don't know. Yeah, I think that's a, a good point you bring up about Excel is that it, it's it's basically fairly easy to start working with. I'm not saying you know everything right from the beginning. There's some depth to it. But I think what you, you know, going back to the beginning of the conversation is that a spreadsheet has gone way beyond what it should be doing. It is just a ledger. That's what it's good for produce a couple of charts, things like that, whatever. But all the stuff that they can do, they're trying to be a database, but they really can't be a database. It's not, it, you know, you really shouldn't take it that far. And in Microsoft and other spreadsheet companies have given you the ability to take it too far. And you need to know that you shouldn't try to max out Excel or some other spreadsheet. You should know when you need to move to a database. Yeah. But I do want to talk about some development things that you've touched on also and bring them really to light, which is how you can troubleshoot 
in FileMaker, and you can't. You touched on this a little bit, but let's talk about what you can do in FileMaker to troubleshoot because you really can't do it in Excel. So we've got the script debugger, right? You've got the script debugger. Um, we can, if, the, if an error is made in a calculation, once you realize that there's an error, you can change that calculation back to what it should be or correct it, and it will instantly be reflected in all the data you have. Another thing, going back to uh, the spreadsheet situation, and let's talk about just a list of customers, for example. You've got your customers and you've got your list of invoices, and every single invoice has got a customer name associated with it. But what happens if that customer name changes? You have to find, in Excel, you have to go and find everywhere that that customer name is occurs and change every occurrence of it. Whereas in FileMaker, you simply go to the customer record, you edit it there, and it's instantly changed everywhere. Because the customer name is stored in a separate file, and all we're doing in the other tables, invoices, or whatever it is, is we're storing the primary key of that customer, which will never change. In fact, the user never even sees it or is aware of it. But that is constant, and the actual name or description can change over time, and there's no downside or effort to it. Now, if you needed to track the name change of a company to know what company they were doing business, what name they were doing business under, up to a certain date, you can do that. But that's an extreme case and very rarely happens. I think another good subject uh, to to say why FileMaker is a better solution for running a business, and even though you and I are both FileMaker purists, we'll say that over and over, we, we want to do everything we can with FileMaker, but the thing about FileMaker and that FileMaker Incorporated's done is allowed you to integrate with other technologies, and so when necessary, you can do that. You can work with all kinds of technologies out there. And I think that's a big plus for them. Yeah, it definitely is. The other thing that I think I'm thinking about uh, Excel is that, and I'm not an Excel expert, but but the nice thing about FileMaker is you can output very easily with a, set, a different layout. I don't think it's that easy to make a different view of your information in Excel and output it differently or even in a professional manner so that it looks doesn't look like a spreadsheet. It's impossible. Spreadsheets look like spreadsheets. They can't look like anything else. I mean, you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Right. <laughs> it really is. Um, I'm actually in the middle of writing a book. I don't know whether I told you this, but it's called How Not to Excel in Business. And there are so many reasons why business owners should be using a database over Excel that it's, it's staggering. But here's the funny thing. When I do get hate mail, one of the things that people keep pointing out to me is, oh, well, Excel can do a pivot tables natively. And I'll give you that. Yes, they can. But in 33 years of developing FileMaker solutions, I've never once had the need or been asked to develop a pivot table. If I was, I can do it in FileMaker, but it's not something that people need generally. So using it as an excuse for the reason to use Excel is ridiculous. Now, for people who aren't 
I'm certainly not familiar with what a pivot table is. Can you describe in basic terms what that is? In simple terms, it allows you to literally rotate your data so that you're looking at it from a different viewpoint. So the horizontal axis becomes the vertical axis and the vertical axis becomes the horizontal axis. And it's useful for complex reports where you want to take the data and look at it in a specific way different from the way that it was originally. But as I said, it's something that can easily be done in FileMaker if necessary. And uh, as something that is needs to be done frequently, it is not. One of the things I really love, and, and in you, when you were talking just a, a second ago made me think of this, one of the things I love about FileMaker is the ability for the reports to be changed by the found set. So you can make a single report and change it to show last year's stuff, last quarter stuff, last week's stuff, whatever you want to do in your report. And I don't believe Excel has that kind of flexibility. No, and I'll give you a very good example. In FileMaker, when you're building a report, you can create sub-summaries, which group the data by a particular sub-summary. And so you can take have all the elements in your report sorted by whichever sub-summary field you're, you're sorting by. So you have a header row with that sub-summary, and then you have all the records that belong under that header underneath it, and then you have another sub-summary with another header. Now, in FileMaker, you can actually, and I've done this, is you can create multiple sub-summaries within a single report, and the only time that a sub-summary shows up is when you sort by that sub-summary. So all, if you've got, say, 10 sub- different sub-summaries, you could be sorting by the customer, you could be sorting by any number of different things. You press a button to sort by that sub-summary, and that report comes out, and it's completely different from when it's sorted by something else. That flexibility is phenomenal. And I don't even know if you can do that in other programs outside of FileMaker, to be perfectly honest. Maybe you can. I don't know. Yeah, I think uh, what people in the FileMaker market call it is ad hoc reporting. You can pretty much click a button and make a report, or at least very easily, if you don't have the report already, you can create it in a few minutes. I mean, reports are not difficult to make in FileMaker. With Excel, like I said in my first example of the county government institution that was that was using a solution, they were taking two days to produce a report. They were doing a lot of copy and pasting. They go in here and copy this value and paste that value and then add up this column and and it just took it took so long to do. In FileMaker, it'll do all the work for you. Once you get the the structure set up correctly, it's just a, literally a matter of, of pointing, uh, pointing at a button and clicking your mouse on it and then maybe telling you telling it that you want to do it on last week or last month. Um, maybe you want it to sort, like you were saying, about uh, making sub-summary parts appear and disappear. Maybe you don't want it to be organized by this part, but this part, or maybe by both parts, you'll sort by both fields. I mean, there's all kinds of flexibility in FileMaker that you just can't get in Excel. Right. Well, and here's another example of something you can't readily do in Excel. You want a report and you have all of these line items. 
that you may or may not need to see. You may not need to see every single widget you sold. What you need is just simply the widget and how many you sold and what the total is. You can design a report where you don't actually see the raw data, the body, or the individual records. You just see the summary lines. And it's just as simply as a matter of designing that report without a body. And again, that's incredibly powerful because a lot of the time when you're looking at um, large amounts of data, you don't want to see every individual line item. You just want to see the totals. I mean, why look at a 50-page report when a one-page report will give you all the information you need? FileMaker, not Excel. Absolutely. You know, the other interesting thing is going back to Microsoft. You know, Microsoft, as you know, have a, has a database program called Access, which is, I'll say, similar to FileMaker. It's not a patch on FileMaker. It's not even, <laughs> it doesn't even come close. <laughs> okay. But Microsoft has basically ignored Access for years and just left it languish, and they focused all their efforts, if you can call it that, on Excel. And people who have developed in Access, which is much more difficult than developing in FileMaker, have been left out in the cold. So Microsoft has done them a disservice, and I think it's done the business world a disservice by focusing all this time and energy on a product that's basically a bunch of crap. Yeah, Excel's basically bloated, in my opinion. Yeah. And the other thing is that, you know, Excel users will point to the fact that they can create macros. Well, we create macros in FileMaker, but they're called scripts. And it's relatively easy when you or I get a project where somebody's developed scripts, we can go in and look at those scripts and very quickly figure out what we need to change in that script to get it to do what we need to. In macros in Excel are simply recording a number of steps and if the person who created that macro leaves the company, nobody, but nobody is going to be able to figure out and fix it. So it just gets disused. And you've lost the advantages of having it in the first place, whereas with FileMaker, it's just a script, can be fixed, can be modified, can be changed. It's there, and it's simple matter to make any changes you need to. Yeah, I often go over this in my training classes, telling people what scripting is. And it's a little bit of a macro, not a lot, but a little bit. There's some memory involved in there. It's also, though, a programming language, first and foremost, but one that's easy to program. It mimics automation. So you're more automating than programming, but there's some programming aspects. But it takes the best of macros automation and programming and puts them into one language so you can actually look at this it looks like a programming language but it it it's it's more like automation where you have to click on things you don't have to type a lot to get something done and and it makes a big difference it's not it a macro language can only record what you did and repeat it back it doesn't know how to take advantage of of any kind of conditions or anything like that it just simply repeats what you tell it to do Right, and you, you mentioned conditions, so I'm going to explain this because a lot of people may not know understand this. In FileMaker, we use conditional branching. We use it a lot, and we use the if and the else if. So if this condition is true, do this. And if it's this, if this condition is not true, but it's this other condition is true, do this. 
So all of these variants can happen in a script and the user doesn't even have to think about what's happening. They just press a button and the script picks up whichever branch they're looking to do and does it. So it is an incredibly powerful language. Um, FileMaker has done an amazing job of making it so. And, you know, as you know, enhancements over the last few versions have just made it easier and easier. And we've got a wide range of functions in FileMaker that allow us to produce some very complex routines, looping scripts, um, scripts that use the while function instead of the loop, all that stuff. But it's all native to FileMaker. It's all really simple to use. Now, is there a learning curve? Absolutely. But there's a learning curve for everything. When you buy a new car, you've got to go through a learning curve to figure out where the controls are. But once you understand it and have got into the syntax and the, you know, you're familiar with the language, it becomes very, very simple. Uh, a lot simpler than any other product on the market. In fact, I can comfortably tell anybody that I can produce a FileMaker solution in a fraction of the time, not half the time, I'm talking a, a small fraction of the time of any other database product out there on the market. I'm not even going to compare it to Excel because there's no point. It's like, you know, apples and oranges. I mean, I wouldn't even make, I wouldn't even say Excel's a fruit in that comparison. But as far as compared to databases, it's amazing what you can do with FileMaker. And if you get a little bit of knowledge, you spend some time with it, you re can really do some dramatic things in a short period of time. Yeah, well, if you refer to Excel as a fruit, it's a rotten fruit. Right. <laughs> but it, it, it's definitely true. I maintain that if you have a spreadsheet system, and I could be wrong here, but I, my experience tells me I'm not. If you're operating a business on a spreadsheet system and you move over to a FileMaker system, you are going to be able to run that business 10 times faster than you can do using Excel because there's so much wasted repetitive data entry in Excel that you don't have to do in FileMaker, plus the scripting, plus all the other factors. Now, in terms of developing a solution in FileMaker, as opposed to developing in something like MySQL, for example, it's a factor of maybe it will take you five times longer to develop it in MySQL than it will do in FileMaker. But what does that mean really? For the customer, it means that they're paying one-fifth of the cost it would take to them to develop it in MySQL. That's a huge factor because not only is it a cost saving, but it means that we can build a solution in FileMaker and deploy it so the customer can start using it so quickly compared to other solutions where they might have to wait months or years before they can actually start using it. We've got, I've built solutions that I can get the customer up and running and start doing data entry and basic simple stuff in a matter of hours. You can't do that with other platforms. One thing I'd like to mention uh, and get your viewpoint on it is something that, you know, bring it back to Excel versus FileMaker here, is that Excel, or, or I should say FileMaker, can connect from mobile devices and remotely, it's built into it. It's a part of the whole life of it. And I think that's a very interesting difference between that and Excel. 
people are on the go all the time now, right? Yeah. And what happens in the business world is that so much, so many business people, they end up getting these mini apps that they can run on their phone or their iPad. And so they're doing this stuff in this application and this stuff in another and more stuff in a third. And all they're doing is, although they're being more efficient for them because they've got something it does specifically, all they've done is fragment the technology so that there is no continuity between one application and another and you lose the connections that you have automatically within FileMaker. Because in FileMaker, as I said earlier, you can get to anything from anywhere and everything from everywhere. And that's an enormous benefit, especially if you need to make decisions that are mission critical. Should we be selling this product? Should we be in this business? You need to have all the data in one central repository so that you can know it. A lot of people use C programs like Salesforce as a CRM. Salesforce isn't really a database. It's a CRM. If you bring the, that information into the FileMaker database, now you've got complete connections. You know which customers you contacted, what they're buying, when they're buying, all of that stuff. But if you keep it separate, you've got to keep two separate sets of data and try and make sure it's all kept updated correctly. Almost impossible. Well, not to mention one of the strengths of FileMaker is customizability. You do have some ability to do that in, let's say, Salesforce. Uh, and certainly you have that ability in Excel, but not in the same degree that you have. That's really a selling point of FileMaker is, is you can go in and customize it and make it meet your needs. Well, I think it's a bit more than that, John. To me, the advantage of FileMaker, the real big advantage, is when you and I develop a solution, we develop it on the basis of what the client workflow is. We look at their workflow, we see what they're doing, and we figure out a way to develop the solution so that they can work the way they want to within the, the FileMaker environment. Programs like Salesforce make you, want, make you work in the way they want you to. So they're basically telling you, you can't do it the way you want to. You have to do it the way we want you to. And that's a big downside. Yeah, not to mention that uh, they're also charging you uh, on, a, on a monthly basis too. So, <laughs> Oh, incredibly expensive, incredibly expensive. When you take into account the cost of FileMaker licensing, which I maintain is eminently reasonable for what they give you, and you factor in the amount of time and the speed that you can develop a solution, when you take the cost savings of both of those, it is a bargain for the power that you get. And power is... I mean, it, FileMaker is like having one of the fastest cars on the planet. It'll go as fast as you want it to, and it isn't going to break and, you know, give you that inflexibility that you so often get with other platforms. That's why it's so popular. It's why it's so good and why it's so well used by all the big companies because they know when they want a solution that works, they can do it in FileMaker and get it done quickly and get it off their back. Yep, even companies like Oracle will use FileMaker and and 
you, you'd be surprised how many of the big companies out there have site licenses for FileMaker and how many of the top universities have site license for FileMaker because it allows them to get their job done quickly. Yeah, absolutely. And the other thing is that IT departments, typically they're very insular and very protective of their turf. And you ask an IT department, and I've had this happen dozens of times, so it's, I'm not exaggerating. Or they go, oh, yeah, well, we can't get to that for a year, or no, it can't be done. And what they're really saying is, yeah, we don't want to do it. And that happens all the time. So when, we, when companies either have somebody in-house who's fairly good with FileMaker or they hire somebody like you or I to come in and do something, they know that it can be done quickly. They know that it can be done economically. And they know that they're going to be up and running in a fraction of the time that it would take if they left it in-house. Now, because of that, a lot of companies are frightened by people like you and I. Because although we don't intend to, we sometimes make them look bad because they've said it can't be done. And then, or it'll take a year, and we come in and we do it in a few weeks, sometimes a few days. And they don't like that. So there is that protectionism that you get from IT departments a lot of the time, which is why many of them will say, oh, FileMaker, it's not a real program. It's a toy. They don't know anything about what FileMaker can do. They might know what it could do 20 years ago, but they don't know what it can do today. Yeah, I think a lot of IT departments would prefer that they export the information from their mainframes into flat Excel files and let people spend two days creating reports. At least that's what I found out. Um, they, they're against FileMaker, and often it gets into organizations because somebody buys their own copy of FileMaker, makes a database for themselves to use, sends it to their colleague who's right, you know, or, or pass over to their, their cube mate or whatever, and they start using it. And all of a sudden they can't live without it. And IT departments forced to use it and forced to support it. Yeah, absolutely. Happens all the time. You know, and in that situation, you are talking about sharing a database where, where it, if, if it's critical for the whole organization, you just put it on a server and then everybody's accessing it. What, I don't remember what the number of consecutive users you can have at the same time now. Is it 500? Something like that. I forget. It's, it's, it's one of those questions on the certification test that really doesn't matter because most of your installations don't have 250 or 500 users anyhow. So No, they're going to have somewhere between 10 and 50. Right. So it's way over what you need. Oh, absolutely. Way, way beyond. And the amount of data that you can store in the, in the FileMaker database is astronomical. You can store millions of records in a FileMaker database, although it isn't really recommended, but you can. And you can still work on those large data sets relatively quickly and efficiently. And you just can't do this with Excel in any way, shape or form. I think one of the good things, since we're, we're basically trying to convince people to move from Excel to FileMaker, and they're probably a little bit afraid that they're not going to be able to do it. And we're, we can tell them how easy it is to use up and down. They can say, it's still new. I don't have the time. Well, guess what? FileMaker comes with tons and tons of templates, contact managers, 
document managers, invoicing solutions, inventory management. And then on top of that, those are the ones that come free with it. You can go out and buy fairly inexpensive templates or complete solutions in FileMaker that that company will also modify to meet your company's needs. So if you don't want to learn FileMaker, you don't have the time, you can still use FileMaker and get its advantages of customizability by buying something from somebody else. Right. And I think I'm going to disagree with you slightly on this, John, because I don't find that the templates, the free templates that are available are any use. For me, it's much quicker to just start opening all those spreadsheets into FileMaker, normalizing it, creating all the relationships. And I just built a a complete solution for this racing team that I talked about earlier. In less than 25 hours from the time they delivered me 10 spreadsheets with multiple tabs, it was all done, completely normalized, interface designed, and they're up and running and they're away. And it was done in a weekend. They gave me the files on a Friday night and on Monday morning, they were up and running. Why would you not do something like that when you can do it so quickly and so easily? Yeah, I agree. I, I, I mentioned those templates because I know some people love them. But for me, when I teach classes, I tell people not to use templates. Why? Because if you start from a template that you didn't design and put stuff on top of it, you don't truly understand every nut and bolt and you'll get yourself in trouble. But to some degree, people love that way. They like to reverse engineer templates and things like that. And some people do like to start from that point. So it, it's it's hard to say what to do. There's something out there for everyone, I guess, is what it comes down to. Oh, yeah. I mean, nobody, look, nobody, we're all going to have different ways of doing things, and we're all going to agree to disagree on a lot of things. But I think we've covered enough uh, in this podcast to give people some things to think about. And really, look, it's up to you whether you use spreadsheets. There are enormous disadvantages. If you're willing to use them, fine. What we're telling you is that you can move over to a a relational database like FileMaker and you can run your business more efficiently, more easily and quicker and it'll save you time and give you more power over that business than you can ever have with a spreadsheet system. And that's, that's where I would end up. Yeah, I don't think we need to say anything more. That sums it up pretty well, right? <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Anyway, if you've been listening and you've got some comments, we'd love to hear from you. If you're an Excel enthusiast, feel free to send us an email at info at firesidefilemaker.com and give us your point of view. And we're open to discussing and talking about it. If you just like the podcast and you'd like to write to us or email us, please do so. We'd love to hear from you. And I'm signing off. This is Michael Rashad, and it's been a pleasure talking to you, John. And this is John Mark Osborne. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye now. You've been listening to Fireside FileMaker, a podcast with John Mark Osborne and Michael Richard. We'd love to hear what you think, so please email us at info at firesidefilemaker.com. That's info at firesidefilemaker.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.